1: Drive.
0: I'm Dale Lolly here with Matt Williamson. It's a lovely Friday. The Steelers it's kicked off lovely. their rookie minicamp today. It was a beautiful day out there to watch some uh, mini camp practices and uh, got to see our, our, our first look at uh, the Steeler rookies, um, yeah. live and in person. Um, I'm
1: a little jealous. I would have liked to have been sitting down there. I mean, just a nice day. Like you said, nice day, decent environment. You know, those guys' first you know, exposure, good stuff.
0: Not that they did a, a whole lot, but, no, not you know, I mean, right. again, you get an opportunity to see it. Before we get started, though, Okay. I just I was scrolling through Twitter here, Matt. Yeah. And there's a thing here that says What animal could you beat in a fight? Compared to wow. women, men feel most able to take medium sized dogs and geese.
1: Geese are a little nastier than you think, by the so, way. So,
0: the question was, which of the following animals, <laughs> if any, do you think you could beat in a fight if
1: you were unarmed? Unarmed, just... Unarmed. Yeah, okay. A rat. Yeah. yeah. I, I like my yeah. chances. A
0: house cat.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I got a lot of wounds from my cats, but you I still would one. win in the end. <laughs> a goose. They're nastier than you think? They're nastier
0: than you think, but yeah, yeah i could take
1: them. I'd grab them by the neck and it'd be over. A
0: medium-sized
1: dog. Yes. They yeah. might get a bite in, but I'm not right. gonna lose. An eagle. No. <laughs> I mean they, they have a trump card I can't match. Yeah. I mean gonna the fly. flying thing is big.
0: Well, thirty eight percent of men think that they can take an eagle.
1: It's just a bad matchup. Yeah. You know, I mean you know, some coaches Where where's smart. the game
0: being played at? Where whose home field is it? <laughs>
1: right, right. Yeah, I mean if it was in a phone booth, I like my chances. I'd end up bloody in a mess, but
0: Only twenty three percent of women think they can take an eagle. Thirty eight percent of men.
1: Yeah. I mean, men are a little tougher. No offense, yeah. ladies, but, you know.
0: A large dog. 31% I, I of men say win. that they could take them. 20 uh, We're talking like 15%. a shepherd. I guess. It would, yeah, you know, I mean, or a boxer like that. or something like that. I mean,
1: even a pit bull or a notoriously tough dog. They would get their bites in they and win. I wouldn't be happy. Some, they after. win
0: sometimes. They <laughs> I just think I would win in the end. Here's where we get crazy it's to here. the death. From that point on, it gets kind of crazy. Okay. Okay. A king cobra. Twenty-three percent of men think that they could take a king cobra.
1: They have a trump card. It's a bad matchup. It's a bad. They only ma- yeah, they get one bite in and it's over. It's over. It's done. Right, you lose that battle. Eight percent of women, because women are smarter in this capacity.
0: A chimpanzee. Twenty-two percent of men think they could take a chimpanzee. Ooh. I'm sorry, folks, you're wrong. I
1: think you're wrong on that one. They will
0: bite your face off.
1: I'm trying to think what my plan of attack is. Like, we're not going to sit in a ring and box. No. You know what I mean, he's, he's coming be- at you, and he's yeah, <laughs> right. he's faster than me. He's meaner than me. He's meaner than you. He's, He's got the same weapons I do. Jungle
0: tested, actually more weapons because he got big teeth. Yeah,
1: and he can swing and from you know with his tail. And they're stronger
0: than at... you. People don't realize that. I think they're stronger for oh, sure? Oh, they are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. I was a biology major for three years at Pitt Johnstown. Huh, well,
1: that doesn't qualify you, but that's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'd have to land a Tyson haymaker right off the bat. Yeah, and you're not gonna. No, I might not even phase it. It might not be enough, right?
0: Uh, a kangaroo. You Seventeen lose. percent of men said they could beat up a kangaroo. They could beat a kangaroo. You lose.
1: I mean, wh- what's your plan of attack? I mean, you got to like choke him out or wrestle them. Yeah, you're not gonna get that close. <laughs> I mean, he's gonna <laughs> kick you right in the head, and <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah. gonna be seeing stars. Right? No chance.
0: A wolf, sixteen percent. No way. Wolves are big. Wolves are big. That's much bigger than a regular dog, that's, and they are yeah. vicious.
1: That's that's much different than fighting a, a, you know, a German Shepherd.
0: Yeah. A crocodile. Ten percent of men think it can take a crocodile. This is not. We're not talking an alligator here. We're talking a crocodile.
1: Some of them are like eighteen feet long. Yeah.
0: right? No may thanks. Maybe in the desert. Yeah. Where's the Where's the game being played <laughs> right. at? It takes us back to the, the the schedules. This is where I'm going with. It. It's the right. schedule oh, stuff. Absolutely. I mean, if it's where's the game when played? They, When's it played?
1: <laughs> if it's really cold out and their blood, you know, they're cold-blooded animals. Yeah. Then they move really slow. Maybe I could jump on them, and I'm not sure how I hurt them though. <laughs> Yeah, that, are, we are we in
0: the water or are we are we on land? If there's
1: any water involved, you're advantage losing. Crocodile. Yeah, a vanished
0: crocodile in a big way.
1: In a desert or on the Arctic, I got a shot, but I still don't know how I'm gonna hurt him. Yeah, mean, I need like a knife or something. I mean, am i just gonna. Slam you don't have one. skew, on but you know. Yeah. I don't know how I hurt him. A gorilla. No. <laughs> <laughs> how, what percentage actually thinks they win that one? Nine. Well, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so if we're walking around the mall. <laughs> And you just pick out random 10 dudes, including, like, 70-year-old men yeah. and 15-year-old, you know, soon-to-be men. None of them beats up a gorilla. Nobody
0: beats up the gorilla. No. Paul
1: Kogan doesn't beat up the gorilla. <laughs> Nobody you saw at minicamp beats up the gorilla. No. 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 Right. And that's more than the top 10% of male population.
0: This one should be much lower, and I don't understand why it's not. Because there's two, actually, that have lower than it. An elephant. <laughs>
1: How do you win? You know what I mean? Like, how do you win that battle? I don't know. What's your finishing move against him? You're not going to put him in the figure four. You know, You're not going to come off the turnbuckle with an elbow. And you're got not going to no, choke him out. You've
0: got no way to, 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 to even hurt the elephant. You,
1: know, you poke his eye with, out? Again...
0: Unarmed. The idea here is
1: unarmed. Right. With a large elephant rifle, I got a shot. Yeah. You know, with a knife, I. That's still why lose. we
0: invented guns. Right. <laughs>
1: I mean, you could give me a sword. And I spears still lose. and swords right, and th- right, things right. of that nature. Because sure. we didn't have, we weren't equipped to handle we're losing these those battles. Yeah.
0: Right. A lion. Zero percent. Eight percent say they could beat a lion.
1: <laughs> a lion. Infl- <laughs> yeah, come on. What would you? You wouldn't even get close to him. He wouldn't even have to bite you. He'd give you one swat, like a... I'm sure a bear's on this list, too. They'd give you one right hook, and it'd be over. With those big claws, forget about
0: it. The final one is the grizzly bear. Does anyone think... 7% think they could beat a grizzly bear.
1: How? I don't know. Again, what's your approach?
0: He's faster than you. He's bigger than you. He's got... He's got weapons you don't. Yeah. He's got weapons you don't. Right. Uh, uh,
1: Even similar style fighter.
0: About 10 years ago...
1: That's like Bama playing Duquesne. Yeah. So
0: I I, uh, I used to be I was the outdoors editor at the Observer-Reporter in addition to being the okay. Steelers writer. So I got invited to go on a uh, from the, uh, the Pennsylvania Game Commission invited me to go out to a bear tagging event. What you mm. do for a bear tagging event is you is you go out in the winter time when the bears are sleeping. Ah okay. You, you find the den they and they know where the dens at because the mom are, is already tagged. Okay. And somebody climbs down into the den and pulls out the cubs, and they tag the cubs. Okay. Because the cubs are actually active while mom's sleeping.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they'll move around. They're recently born. Yeah,
0: they'll move around a little bit, and they'll do some. they got to feed and do things of that nature. Okay. But mom's out. Mom's out cold.
1: Okay. Always? Yeah. Can you wake mom up? Not usually no. it's Okay. Yeah. Well, I might beat up a uh, hibernating grizzly bear. There you go. That's one way to do it. And yeah. Maybe I can like hold my hand over their nose <laughs> and suffocate <laughs> them or something. I'm trying to think. I'm still not hurt them.
0: <laughs> so the guy goes down and he, he climbs down there. She was under a rock, had to, a little rock thing. Yeah. She climbs in there, gets the cubs, brings them out, and I'm holding the bear cub. It's and about a brand new baby. It's bear, about right? a about a ten pound bear cub. Okay. Which was it was I think it was three or four weeks old.
1: Much different, I'm guessing, than a three-month-old, ten-pound human. Yes, in terms of because fighting
0: style. this thing had claws that were as long as my fingers.
1: Oh wow! <laughs> like, <laughs> like this thing could mess you up.
0: Yeah, and that's a black. That's a black bear, and not a grizzly, which are relatively black bears grizzly, compared yeah. to grizzly bears are night and day. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're scared of you. They're afraid of you. Like I, when we have black bear sightings in, in which happen in the city and yeah, know, yeah. anywhere in Western Pennsylvania. Uh, or Pennsylvania in general And people freak out about it I just
1: laugh It's not that bad
0: It's yeah. not that big of a yeah. deal
1: And you still lose a fight to a black bear Yes
0: Every day Not like a grizzly Depends on the size Grizzly bears on the other hand
1: <laughs>
0: Get to be like 800 pounds Like Yeah <laughs> <laughs> You're not handling that You're not
1: handling that I do I mean, you're not beating we- a black bear either no, not the, the uh, uh, a, a reasonably
0: grown black bear. I, right. I would not want to mess with. Uh, no. Do um, you win
1: a fight against a ten-pound black bear? Yeah.
0: Okay. Yes, yeah, so the size becomes a factor. that's I mean, a little bear. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could hold him. You could probably kick him down. around a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My point with this is the Steelers schedule came out on yes uh, on uh, Wednesday night, and we did, of course, a show about it. And so often, like we we knew what the Steelers, who the Steelers' opponents were going to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What we didn't know is where that battle was going to be held. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. who you fought
1: the week before. Who you fought the and week before? Up, where right. you at in your you schedule? Got a horse on the schedule next week. Yeah. <laughs> great white the week before. Right. right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so my point with this is that. While a lot of people are looking at that Steelers schedule, well, they play a ridiculous schedule, and it's going to be really tough to win. Sure. And sure, there's there's no doubt about it. Looks it looks that way. They also go from the time of – from September 13th after they get back – after they play their opener mm-hmm. until November 20th. Yeah. They get on a plane once. That's crazy. Once, Crazy. yeah, they only play two road games in that stretch.
1: Yeah, and they're both. Close. It's
0: six home games and and two road games.
1: And they're easy road games, travel wise. Yeah, you, know, you win. But. Uh,
0: most NFL teams and, and, and good NFL team will win. Uh, and this year the Steelers will have nine games. So seven and two at home would be. Oh it's yeah, certainly within the you know you would expect that's that's probably what you're looking at there. Mm-hmm. You okay? We got to go at least seven. You'd like to win them all.
1: In Tomlin's history, home games against good opponents are very favorable. Yeah, I mean, Especially they're if they're,
0: you know, yeah, right. like you get in that you get to see the Seahawks on a Monday night. Mm-hmm. Well, or Sunday night. Sunday night.
1: And you would hope that there's a lot of people in the stands yeah. and the pass rush finally has a benefit of crowd noise working for them right. I and mean, things like that too.
0: So you go over 2 months without without really stressing yourself. You get on a plane mm-hmm. once to go to Green Bay. That's it.
1: Yeah.
0: The other the other road game is a bus ride to
1: Cleveland. You get to fight the the, the crocodile not in the swamp.
0: Yeah. You know, so, right. at that point in the season, they'll have played nine games. Their road games will have been in Buffalo. Tough game, of course. A tough game, but short trip. Short trip. Buffalo, right. Green Bay, and Cleveland. Hmm, okay.
1: The Green Bay is the only far one. Yeah. And they uh, might have out of Aaron Rodgers.
0: You know, so. Uh,
1: I mean, they're good teams. I mean, there's no doubt about it. You're playing
0: good teams. Yeah, you're playing some but good that teams can, that's
1: subject to change. Your point is not subject to change. Right. You know know what I mean? Yeah. We don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to be there. I'm sure the Bills will be at full capacity for week one. But after that, I mean, we were just talking off the air. Saquon Barkley, Cortland Sutton, you know, all these guys that get hurt in week one or two, the team you're looking at as an opponent remarkably different. Remarkably different. Yeah. You know, they have a tough schedule. I mean, that's an undeniable fact. But the travel thing's big. You know, they don't go far.
0: Yeah, they have the second... Shortest travel schedule in the league, I believe. I
1: think second fewest miles. Second
0: fewest the, miles yeah, traveled. Right. Uh, the only uh, the only team with fewer is Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Um, you know
1: that matters. It does. It does. It just wears you out. I mean, these are athletes that have to perform at an extremely high level the, the day the, the second the whistle start, you know, blows. It's not like me and you, like, ah, I can do a Zoom call from here or, you know, a presentation or I can write my article from the, the hotel room. I mean, it's a big deal whenever you're traveling and it beats up your body.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I look at the, the Steelers schedule and, and while everybody's fretting over, oh, this is going to be really hard to, you know, in the last... I mean, let's face it. The last six games are tough.
1: Oh, that's really a tough stretch. But if yeah. you
0: take care of business,
1: assuming those teams look like they we yeah. they do now.
0: If you take care of business in that early stretch, if mm-hmm. they get through that, early, let's say they're they're seven and two
1: right. through
0: those first nine games, which is certainly possible.
1: Oh, it's s- possible. Six and
0: three at worst, maybe. Yeah. Um, now all of a sudden, you know, you come out of that that in, go into that stretch. Okay, week eleven and you're at the Chargers, at the Bengals, Ravens at home, at Vikings on a short week.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Titans at home, at the Chiefs, Browns at home and then at the Ravens.
1: The last six are, are really yeah. rough.
0: But if you if you take care of business in those first 9 mm-hmm. and get the 6 or 7 wins,
1: really the first you've, 11, you've set yourself up.
0: Yeah, I mean yeah. It, it, even that game against, you know, the, the Char- in against the Chargers, the Steelers won out there. Yeah, they're as not good as Herbert balls. was last right, right, year, right. they won. What they win, Five games, six games. Right, right. I mean, yeah. they're not. A, they, they weren't a great football team.
1: Neither is Minnesota. Right. I mean, I know it's a short it's week. It's just in a their short place. week. That's yeah, a, that's a tough environment. That's back to the you know fighting lions and stuff conversation. Yeah. I mean, it's in their their home turf. A um, couple things to note, too. I, I think that's a great way. Like you could absolutely see the national narrative of, oh, the, you know, the Steelers are. Seven and two, boy, it looks like last year, and you know, and then and then the last stretch they go three and three, and yeah, this team oh, here they go, they're folding they down do the stretch again. Right. I mean, everybody sees that this is the tough part but of the they're schedule. Playing the exact same level of yeah. play as they were earlier in the season. And a couple other notes about the schedule I thought were favorable. I really think hot games early in the year are a huge detriment, and more so than ever. There's one fewer preseason game. Nobody plays their stars in the preseason. The last time. Any of these guys played close to 60 minutes was whenever they were eliminated or won the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's been a long time. And they don't have to go to Miami or Jacksonville or Arizona or any of those places right. early in the year. And anytime I see Denver on the schedule, I want it here, not there. Right. And the Steelers got both those perks. Yeah. The cold stuff doesn't bother me. There's a lot of cold weather games late in the season. That's why you draft Harris. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? right. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's why you. That's why you go get it's that not guy. Like you're Miami going to Green Bay, and you've never done it before. I mean, cold weather should favor this. Even you know, Defense even and-
0: closing the season out in Baltimore. It's not like you've never won in Baltimore. No, before.
1: right. That's not unfamiliar or anything, right?
0: Um. So I, you know, I look at the schedule, and, and again, while people are all concerned about it, I, I don't know that I'm all that concerned about it. And, and I know, um. We've talked about that, you know, teams such as the Steelers, the Patriots, that don't have a lot of turnover, yeah, usually start a little slower. I don't know if that's gonna uh, that, that necessarily happens this year because no, no, no. Yeah. the Steelers actually have some turnover.
1: No, they do, they do. You yeah. would think in a favorable way. I mean, there should be. I mean, we we always, you know the, philosophy on offense, a new philosophy new on offense, like. The ball.
0: The Steelers will have a much better bead on the Bills, what the Bills are going to want to do in Week yeah. One, than the Bills will have a bead on what the Steelers. They still have an Steelers idea, Oh, right.
1: we're going to see some motion. We're going to see. The, they don't know exactly sure. how
0: much. They don't know how, what it's going to
1: look like. They know what Ben is, yeah, you know, and, but they don't know the rest, you know, and, and they understand. Okay, Deontay's a really good route runner, but he drops some balls. Clay pulls a big fast. You know, the, the, yeah. the, the, the typical scouting reports that every team does. But philosophically, they won't have a bead on the Steelers. The though. interesting
0: thing I think from from me this year in the preseason um, and, and we saw, I, I asked Pat Fryermuth today, you know, how much, how much pre-snap motion does the new playbook uh, include? Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, there's a good amount in there. And, you know, he hadn't done it much I mean, at he Penn State, last but, years, but yeah. Right, right, right. Um, I wonder how much like the St- if the Steelers with Mason Rudolph or Dwayne Haskins or Josh Dobbs at quarterback, do more of that or less of that or, or as opposed to when they're actually playing Ben Roethlisberger.
1: That would be something fun to monitor Yeah, and certainly noteworthy. Yeah, I think you're dead on with that. So
0: do you see, you know, okay, so let's say uh, that, you know, we know the Steelers play three preseason games uh, or four pre- four preseason games. Four, right. Roethlisberger's not going to play in the opener. No way. Probably plays a little bit in the Week 2 game. Maybe a series. Maybe a series. Yeah. Maybe not at all. Yeah. And then that Week 3 game is the one where he plays –
1: quarter or a half, or I don't know how they'll monitor it this year. Or a series. Or a series. I mean, you mentioned this a lot with the running back position, but every position needs to be rationed a little bit more this year because of the extra game, and if you plan on going to the playoffs, you know, like, it's a a marathon this year. Uh, I don't think a lot of teams are going to play their guys in the preseason, and that's been a trend all over the league, like crazy lately, Yeah, you know, and brings my point of being out of shape in week one.
0: Because I, I, I was asked a question on, on my live chat this week. Um, you know, do you, do you think that, that, you know, Tomlin should play Roethlisberger more in a preseason? I'm like, no.
1: No. No. He's, he's old. Yeah. <laughs> right. All you're you doing is right. uh, playing
0: those guys in preseason games is, is only ge- increasing their chances of getting hurt.
1: Right. I mean, I know it's a team game. It's not apples to oranges. Or it's not apples to apples. But I don't know anything about Major League Baseball. But. Clemens or Randy Johnson or Nolan Ryan late in their career, are they throwing in, in spring training much? I would th- hope not. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not like,
0: like they did when they were you know 22 years old.
1: Right. You Don't go out there and throw seven innings or whatever. I mean, this is foolish to me. Save your, Yeah, that?
0: save your reps for in the game. Right. And, and I don't know that that's – again, I don't think that's the problem with the Steelers – you know, tra- traditionally being a slow-starting team. I think it's the lack of, of turnover. Everybody knows. It's the same thing with the Patriots. Everybody mm-hmm. knows who you are and what you do. Mm-hmm. Whereas these other teams who are getting a lot of turnover, new new coordinators, a new head coach or whatever, yeah. there's some unknown there.
1: Yeah, a couple points on that. First of all, I'm sure if you go ask any head coach when the schedule comes out, what do you think looks like a hard schedule? They all have the same answer, basically, like we don't think about those things. But that's not coach speak. That that's true. I mean, they'll look at it like when's our bye? You know, who do we have in week one? Time yeah. to prep for the Bills. And now I finally know who the, the next opponent is. They're going to study the Bills like crazy. But they realize that the the schedule, the, the league changes week. It's a, to week it's so a 17 so game fast. schedule. The right. teams,
0: the team, a team in week one is not going to look like it does in week ten. No, uh, nor is not a team in the league.
1: Nor is Coach Tomlin's team. You know, yeah. like he's going to have to adjust on the fly too. Your strengths might become weaknesses. So coaches don't look at it that way. Like, boy, we got a brutal schedule this year. Um, I forget what the heck I was going to say. <laughs> but no, oh, here is the other thing too that I am not sure everybody out there realizes is you. You understand this better than I do because you go to practice every week during the season. You can't change what you do per opponent as much as people think. You know, it's only a couple practices. People think, wow, you got a whole week to prepare for New England or Cincinnati or whoever your opponent is. You still do what you do. I mean, yeah. unlike other sports, these 11 human beings all have to act as one. It's not, well, the rebound bounces here, and then we all react yeah. off of that. You know what I mean? Like, it, 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 it's they run plays. Or Joe See, Bag of
0: you know? Donuts is going to hit a three-run homer for us in this right, situation right, right. and win the game.
1: Like, we don't need practice, or, you know, I'm not sure where the puck's going to go, or, you know, we're going to create on the fly. Yeah, you do things different, but you know and it's 11 people on the field you know you can't have Johnny over there not knowing what he's doing so you can only do or so birdie, much as it were <laughs> and there you go right. <laughs> I mean, you can only do so much and once you get a bead and you get four games in the books of these new teams that's more or less how they're going to stay You got the, the book on the them yeah. yeah right you know
0: what they're going to do you see, you see tendencies you read sure, tendencies sure
1: this is what they are. This is their goals. This is how they're going to play. You know. Yeah.
0: So I, I, you know, to a certain extent, those first four games for the Steelers, it, Bills, Raiders, Bengals, Packers, are, are opposing teams going are, are going to be getting a bead on what Matt Canada's offense looks like. Mm-hmm. They don't know right
1: now. They don't know right now. right? I mean,
0: what are you going to do? Go back and watch some LSU tape? Go back and watch some Pit tape? Some Maryland tape? Right. Well, you you know that, that's different.
1: I mean, I'm sure even a year ago, teams looked at the Steelers thinking, we're going to see more jet motion. We're going to see because Canada's involved. But you don't know. And even now, you know, is Ben going to – Ben's historically at the bottom of the league and play action percentage. Is it going to be more Ben or is it going to be more Canada? You know, like you you get the idea that Canada was hired for this reason. They're going to make changes. And I'm sure that's true. But you still have the old dog taking snaps. <laughs> you know how many new tricks is he? And, gonna and how much off? can he? Yeah, how much right. can he physically
0: do? Right, right, right. Um, you know, one of the things, uh, and that's not
1: the throws; that's the the style of play. Right. You know. Yeah. Uh,
0: one of the things Kendrick uh, Green was asked today is 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 how much, uh, how many center snaps had he had he performed with the with the quarterback under center, and he said we really the only time we ran with the quarterback under center was on quarterback sneaks
1: short yardage situation yeah
0: Yeah, there seems to be like this this idea that the Steelers have to they have to get back to running with the quarterback under center
1: I get asked that all the time like that's the only way you can run the football you know
0: it's 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 insane like most of the
1: uh, we get to run the I formation watch college football
0: folks watch the The quarterbacks are in the shotgun 90 percent of the time
1: right and teams run the ball just fine out of it I mean there's a little bit different angles and you know, you maybe we'll see some pistol. You know, where they split the difference a little bit. Yeah, you know, Peyton Manning was a big time under center quarterback. Went the pistol late in his career. You know, because he, he couldn't get, get out to the back. corner. Right, yeah, yeah, he couldn't get it back as as well. Um, Ben's not going to be under center. Traditional, you know, Bradshaw, Rocky and Franco and split back. You know, this, I mean, you're not, it's not, not. It's not, it's not, not 1977 March. anymore. Right, right, right. Teams would love if you did that. <laughs> Yeah, but you so, don't have to do that to, to run the football. No, or even operate under play action. You know, right, you can still you can run play, play action, action out of yeah. Then you don't have to turn your back to the defense, and you know uh, the, the, the things are advanced.
0: Yeah, it's it's all about the you know, the RPOs, and uh, yeah. is there a run to the pass option? Mm-hmm. You know, it can't be just pass option. That, right, that right. Then right, there's right. no option. Then there's no option.
1: <laughs> right, and the Steelers didn't give themselves enough options last year or take advantage of enough, enough, enough options last year. Yeah,
0: for sure. Uh But uh, I, I just thought that was interesting. I, I, I saw that uh, can you beat up a bear? I'm thinking of
1: a bunch of animals, too. Yeah. Ostrich, I don't think. No. That's a tough one. Yeah. Horse. No. No. There's a lot of ones you can't hurt.
0: Yeah. You're not going <laughs> to win that battle.
1: I was asked this today, too. And it's something I harp on a lot. Is I do think this Steeler offense now can hurt its opponents a lot more ways than they used to. As, as Having a
0: running season, game matters so much.
1: As last season went on, they couldn't hurt their they didn't have enough weapons. You know, they didn't have daggers and swords and guns. You know, they they didn't have the deep ball, and everyone knew it. And they didn't have the running back to make things work out of eight-man boxes or heavy boxes because they didn't get enough yardage on their own. Yeah, and, and I was talking to Stan today, too. I mean, even just a simple thing, you know, if you have Ebron and three receivers on the field, you really only have five blockers for the run game, you yeah. know, that are really going to, you know, get the better of a Bush or a Spillane or a strong safety, you know. It's just a numbers.
0: Now you, Yeah, now you're asking your running back, instead of asking him to make one guy miss – Two. Two or three. Right?
1: And they're not backed off the line of scrimmage. Yeah. And they weren't good enough runners to do it. You know. So I mean, even if Najee Harris um you know, averages three point eight yards a carry or something like that, that doesn't bother me. I mean, if he's still getting chunk runs and keeping them honest, you know, and opening things up for the rest of the team, they didn't have that last year.
0: They they really didn't and uh the deep ball Just the problem, just too. getting that, that first look at Najee Harris today. Um
1: he looks apart from what you I said. I would not
0: want to tackle that guy. No. <laughs>
1: no. I, I, I'm excited to see him in person. I mean, Najee is a specimen. I, mean, I, I the, thought,
0: you know, I was watching him go through some drills, and I actually posted some video of him on, on Twitter uh, taking some reps. Um, just the body type looked like Martavis Bryant. I, when I just looked, I looked at him, the long arms and, mm-hmm. the, and the physique, I'm like,
1: this guy's put together. Wow.
0: And he, he just looks at, He just looks athletic.
1: People that haven't seen Bryant, and I haven't seen Harris yet, but I I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, I saw Terrell Owens in person. Yeah. Are you a cartoon (laughs) cartoon character? (laughs) People probably think, wow, that's not what a running back should look like. I'm scared now. No. I mean, Eddie George looked like a Greek god. Right. He just looked different than most running backs. You know, if you see him in person— um, Derrick Henry looks like a, right. You know, they look right. like they
0: were chiseled out of stone, and they look you know.
1: different among people that look different than you and I to begin yeah. with. You know, I mean, I always find that interesting that the the heights and weights you see on paper don't really do a lot of these guys justice. Even like one of the first camps I was at with Flozell, yeah. Flozell was listed at like 6, 7, 330. But he made everyone else look small. that were six <laughs> five, 325, You know, yeah. Like, you'd you know, see, just, you'd see, different.
0: you'd see. You know, ten helmets in the in the in the huddle, but one was much higher than the rest it was, of them.
1: Yeah, right. You know, I mean, it, it, it's how you
0: carry the weight, how you
1: know, how you know distribute it, and all that too. You know, my six three two eighty five isn't exactly like Aaron Donald. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, well, we're going to take a break. Uh, he, he is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. Uh We want to thank Jacob Reck for keeping us on the air, and we want to thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.